Hey, peace and blessings, everyone. You're now locked in with the baddest chaplain on the globe, Chris B. First and foremost, I want to thank you all so much for subscribing to us on YouTube, on baddestchaplain.substack.com, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere, anywhere you get podcasts. Our guest today is Raquel Dozier, founder of Lupus in Color. Now, Lupus in Color was founded in 2004 to cater to the needs of people of all colors of the rainbow, directly or indirectly affected with lupus. It's based in Henrico, Virginia, and it assists lupus warriors throughout the area and beyond. The main goal of Lupus in Color is to give positive hope to lupus warriors through love and encouragement, positive support and interactions, and exemplary empowered awareness. Rachel, thank you so much for your work, and welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to be here with you. Oh, no, it's good to see you for sure, for sure. So talk us through this journey. What inspired you to create Lupus in Color? Well, when I was diagnosed, um, I didn't really see anybody like me with mm-hmm. lupus. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what lupus was. I had heard of someone in college that had lupus and passed away. And I was like, I don't think I want that to be my right. story, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So when I couldn't find someone like me that looked like me, that was able to tell me what was going on with my body and lupus, Uh I decided to create something for myself and it just kind of grew to encompass others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when I was diagnosed, honestly, there were maybe one or two black women that I've seen here in Richmond with lupus. So I just was like, that That just can't be right. If you're telling me that this happens to more Black women, why right. aren't I seeing any? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So out of, I always say out of necessity comes creativity. That's a fact. And I needed an outlet. I needed education. I needed mm-hmm. awareness. And I needed to know what was going on. So I created Lupus in Color for that particular reason. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, talk to me about the importance of positivity and hope in this fight against lupus. Because sometimes it feels so serious when we're having this conversation. You're saying all the facts. but And, and when you're talking about a chronic illness that currently doesn't have a cure, the right. notion of being positive sounds like, what are you talking about right now? You know, like, so. <laughs> like, so, why? Like, why? Yeah. Exactly. But, but from, well, your, from your work, what, what, what makes it important? I guess from my perspective is that it, whatever you focus on is going to grow. So on, in my yeah. mind, if I'm focusing on that pain and the troubles that lupus brings me all the time, that's what's going to grow and manifest in my body. Yeah, yeah. For me as a former athlete, I know that my mind and body connection are so strong. Right. So I know what I input into my brain and what I say to myself, what whatever words that I utter out of my mouth and put inside my brain are going to manifest in my body. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't say that I'm positive all the time. Cause I'm not surely I can get quite negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's honest. I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can get as negative as, as the next nanny, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the reality is what I've found is that you can't focus on what the problem is all the time. Yeah, that's true. It's just like if you were to tell a, if you're raising a child and you tell a child you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, on, you're stupid. 
eventually a child's going to think that he or she is stupid. Yeah. Yep. And that's how they're going to live their lives, thinking that they're stupid. It's the same right. thing as we talk to ourselves. You know, sometimes people say the most important conversation you have is with God. Sometimes I think the most important conversation is the one that you have with yourself, because God mm. has given you that power right. to speak to yourself in a, in a specific way mm -hmm. that does not bring harm to you, but brings power to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So positivity for me is real important, and it's something that is so difficult to do in pain yeah but the good thing is that i have a positive support system around me that's it and that positive support system reiterates what i need to do day to day to stay positive and stay ahead of what lupus can do to you because it can really bring you down and get you depressed and all that nonsense no question no question. You know, what, what you're saying, Raquel, it reminds me so much of what I was telling my, my loved ones after my second flare, where I was like, I don't think I would have made it if I was negative. You know what I mean? Right. If, I was in the, if I was in the hospital being like, this is it, y'all, like, I'm done. <laughs> right. I think that's what would have happened. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. so I'm here. I mean, I'm we have, people don't realize how much power your mind has over your body. Yeah. You know? It's like the mind-body connection is so in tune. And even as an athlete, we were taught that, you know, right, their mind right. will psych you out before your body will. That's the truth. <laughs> you know? Truth. So like you said, if, if, you're, if you're in a hospital and you're like, you know what, I don't think I'm going to make it, most likely, you're not. You ain't going to make it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes a difference how you talk to yourself right. and what you feel and what you say to yourself. It's, it's just so important to... Just speak life over yourself as opposed to death. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you describe your encouragement style as? Like when you think about encouraging yourself and others, like what's your style? I'm kind of head on with myself, you know? Yeah. It's like I posted something on my website the other day about, um, it was the guy from, uh, what was it? Uh, the guys that were getting drunk or something. I can't remember the name of the uh -huh. movie, but the part, the part in that movie was, he said to himself, but did you die? <laughs> oh, the hangover, yes. The hangover, the hangover, thank you. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, I know it hurt, but did, did you, you die? die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, that's really my encouragement style for myself. Oh, but girl, did you die? You still here. You're telling the story. So yeah. <laughs> there's no reason for you to even rehash what happened before to make you feel so uncomfortable in your own skin yeah it, it really is the fact that um did you die no okay so keep going keep <laughs> that's how i am with myself and then you know like i said sometimes i can get down on myself mm -hmm. but you know like i said i have a really good support system around me my husband yeah. my son they are like the jokesters of every Yes. Every joke you can ever imagine they've seen. That's it. <laughs> they've said and they've done in a hospital. Right. So, you know, just keeping that positive spirit around me mm -hmm. and keeping that encouragement around me. Gotcha. I find that myself is just like straight on. You didn't die, so keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Yeah. What what's the interaction with the lupus warrior that has stayed with you throughout the years? Like something someone said or even something they did that just sticks with you. I think recently um, we I've been um, holding a Walktober event. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and yeah. We've been walking every single day. Right. And it's an adaptive walk for yeah. people who have lupus. Right. And a young lady said to me that she did one of her lupus walks in her town 
and could barely make it across the finish line. Come on, yeah. But when she saw that we were doing the walk, it motivated her to continue walking. Yeah. And now she's able to walk 10 minutes a day, you know, without any issues and without any, you know, special assistance. Yeah. But she can walk more than she w was able to walk when she started that walk event in her area. Come on. So that type things like that kind of sticks yeah. with me and really, really helps me to go myself. I see. You know, it just really inspired. They inspire me more than I inspire myself. I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, and I'm a woman of a certain age, so I just turn on my fan. So if it's if, if it's you, oh no, you good, you good. You I love, I love you said that so smooth. You said that so smooth. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you do what you got to do. Listen, I was I was preaching this morning, and uh, the place where I, I, I preached had like almost like Broadway lights, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm about to do like the revival pad up here. I'm just right. like, <laughs> I had like the robe like, on too. I was no. like. I was like, this tradition, they don't understand slain in the spirit. I might just pass out. They're going to call the ambulance. That's all that's going to happen. It's like, no, nah, that's not the spirit. It's those lights. That's all. It's like, dehydrated up here. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, the most, I think those interactions where someone is telling me that they've gleaned something from what I've said um, or they've started a habit that yeah. helps them be healthier beyond lupus. Right, right. That just makes my day. You know, yeah, I don't care yeah. if I don't speak to another person. If someone comes back and says something like that to me, I'm just like, that's 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 what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's about teaching people how to cope with lupus and and understand their body with lupus. Come on. And understand what their limitations are, because we all want to be, you know, what we were before lupus. Of course. Of course. You know, we, we yearn for that. Yeah. You know? And I think my goal really is to teach people that. It's okay to yearn for that person that you used to be, but you can only live in the person that you are now. Ain't that the truth? And the most the important, the, the most important time is right now, not yeah. yesteryear or yesterday. Nah, nah, you can't. Because then you 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 find yourself chasing a ghost. Right. Absolutely. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're never gonna be the person that you were. No, and that's with anything. That's not even if even if you don't have lupus, right? You're right. Still gonna, you're not gonna be the twenty year old that you were. No, hanging out and doing all the crazy stuff. Your life now I'm changed. in that by ten. Are you kidding me? No, we're not, we're not doing what we used to do twenty years ago. No, <laughs> and, and, and I think it's the, it's the whole thing about you're hitting on such a great point. It's the whole thing about looking forward and finding new things because there's things that you know I'm always amazed. By the way, like, you know, number one, lupus is awful, right? It's a disease. I'm not trying to make it sound, like, great. But, like, I've met so many dope people in this right. journey, like, wonderful people. I feel like it's allowed me to tap into a deeper sense of compassion and empathy that Absolutely. maybe I would have gotten there anyway. But, like, this really, like, catalyzed it. It, it made it, yeah. like, um, ha happen even faster. So I'm just there's a lot of opportunities for gratitude, even in the midst of something that's an unfortunate situation, something that I would not want Absolutely. someone else to have. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I tell everybody, sometimes lupus is just a blessing that was given to me. Yeah. And people are like, what? An illness is a blessing? Yeah. Because right. like you said, I would never be able to speak to the amount of people that I speak to day to day if I did not have lupus. Right. I would not have stopped running crazy. That part. 
part. If I had not gotten lupus, you know, because yeah. sometimes some things they they sit you down. You know, you're not listening. Okay, not a problem. This is what you're gonna have to deal with, so that you can sit down and 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 do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So it 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 really makes a difference how you have to look at it and your perception of it. You know, and how you really respond to lupus. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, you, well, you must don't have many lupus issues. No, I have a lot of lupus issues. But like we said earlier, what you focus on is going to grow. If I continue to focus on those horrible issues, then I'm not going to be able to grow in my life or anything beyond lupus. Because right. I'm going to sit in that. I'm going to sit in that pain, and mm-hmm. pain is no fun to be sitting in. So no, surely is not. Surely it's not. That is the truth. That is the you truth. know, but people really don't understand, like, when you have a chronic illness, how it is somewhat of a blessing. Yeah. You know, somewhat of a blessing and a curse, of course. You know, we right. all have our cross that we have to bear. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that my cross is lupus. That's it. Rheumatoid arthritis, type 2 diabetes. I've got it all. Whatever you want, scleritis, everything. Right. You know, that's fine. I'll put that cross on my back and I'll do what God has told me to do that's with it. it. Yeah. You know, instead of staying in my pain, you know, isolating myself, Come I on. have to go out and do more up to teach people about it yeah. and to help myself. You know, no doubt about it. No doubt yeah. about it. What well, have you seen since think about since the time of your diagnosis to the present moment? Have you seen the conversation around lupus evolve? Mm, that's a good question. Um, it's evolved a lot more than what it was when I was first diagnosed. Yeah. Um, more people are speaking out. I find that more people, uh, I guess, are finding out that they have lupus. Yeah. Yeah. And then it begins to shift. More doctors are undiagnosing. Does that make sense to you? Come on. I have found that within the past five or six years, doctors are undiagnosing people with lupus because they don't know how to treat it. Yeah. So they're saying that they have, oh, no, you have misconnected tissue disorder. Right. Oh, no, you have MS. They're they're changing diagnosis. Wow. To fit what they know how to treat. treat. Yeah. You know, and I'm noticing that more and more people are saying, oh, my doctor said I don't have uh, lupus anymore. My my numbers are great, and, and and I don't have lupus anymore. I have such and such, such and such. When it's in in fact, it is lupus. Wow! You wow, know, wow. it's just that people doctors are not understanding how to treat lupus since it's so varied from person to person. But that's one conversation that has been constant within the past five or six years that I've been hearing that doctors are not really even tackling the issue of of lupus you know yes it's being talked about more it's being seen more in the in the media right but on a one-to-one level on people that are dealing with it they're Mm -hmm. having troubles you know getting diagnosed they're having trouble if they switch a doctor and now the doctor's saying that they're no longer they no longer have lupus they had this you know it's just it's a weird conversation that's going on with lupus Sure, sure. So it, it's interesting. Yeah, totally, totally. That, that yeah, and we got to be aware of that. We have to be aware of how even we are talking about lupus, you know, because you do have some lupus words that say, oh, I've been cured. I've been cured by the diet. I've been cured by this. 
Right. And sometimes we have to be more responsible with how we talk about it, you know, and how we relate that to people. It's incurable. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a chronic illness. It's, it's right. not like a cold. It's not like I'm going to get over it. It's yeah, something yeah. that I'm always going to be dealing with. Yes, I'm going to be feeling better, but the reality is anything can cause a flare. Right. You know, so I think the more we educate people, the better that conversation is going to be. Even the doctors and the hospitals and the ERs and all of that. That's it. That's it. Yeah, because I, I think there's, we have to sort of guard against, you know, we talked about hope and encouragement. We have to guard against like false hope. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. Because you know, I, I remember there was a time when, whenever I, usually around like, you know, fundraising for like the lupus walk and stuff like that. And I'd be mm-hmm. posting about lupus and I would get these bots who would post like, Cure for lupus, like immediately after, and I always delete it because I, I'm not gonna click the link. I don't know what it is, but right. it, 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 to me, it was like I put myself in the shoes of a person who was first getting diagnosed, and I remember right. just like the chaos it brought to my life when I was like twenty mm-hmm. something. And you, you wish someone would just like I remember saying to my wife then, like I wish someone would just come by with like a golden pill, be like, here's the cure. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so exactly. if someone's saying under a, a YouTube comment or something, here's the cure, who, who, who among us wouldn't at least be curious about it? So I, exactly. I, I think about that sense of like not promoting false hope is important. Yeah, right? exactly. And, you know, not, not <laughs> false hope in, in every sense of the word, you know, yeah. even with like diets and, you know, things like that. Just understand it's so unpredictable, right. you know, and we don't know how to cure lupus yet. So we have to really learn to control our symptoms yeah, yeah, and cope with the issues that come along with it. Because sometimes you could do everything correctly and you can do what these people are claiming is a cure. Right. You use the herbs, you, 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 you keep stress free. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you eat the right foods. You don't drink soda. Right. You know, you do everything right. But. Tomorrow you could be flat on your butt in a flare because it's yeah. a chronic illness. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And once people understand that for themselves, mm-hmm. they can not get pandered by or preyed upon right. Come by on. people who are, who are claiming these false cures. There's always going to be somebody out there. Oh, my product can cure lupus. Could you tell me what lupus is first? Right. Oh, no, I, I don't really know, but I know my product cures it. Mm, don't sell um... me. Don't sell me a dream. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Because <laughs> I would eat nails if it would cure my, my Come on, nails. right. You know. Nails in a blender. You know, yeah, everything that you everything that you're saying has already been said. And I'm still here having lupus. So that's it. That's it. I hear that for sure. Um so outside of your work, outside of doing lupus and color, how do you find yourself spending your time? Um, mostly with my family. I spend yeah. a lot of time with my family, my immediate family. My brother's still here. Um, I'm, you know, I'm part of a sorority. I do those things and, you know, mostly reading gotcha. movies with my husband. Yeah. It's such a simple life now, you know? That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, I remember the days of being 20 years old and partying and having a good time. And right. now I'm I'm just happy to be home going to a movie, you know, reading a book, Listen. you know, we've got this new thing that we do now with this AI, uh, it's like AI music on YouTube. Okay. And they have the, yeah. They have this like 
fancy setting and it just plays all this beautiful music and you could just sit there and read all day and we found ourselves doing stuff like that That's right. you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. so but i you know i do a lot of just corny old folk stuff <laughs> <laughs> that, listen folks self-described because what was making me laugh is like raquel and i have the similar itinerary i watch movies <laughs> i read books yeah. i'm not calling the corny i think my life is fly but to each his own to each right, their own. right 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 I, i'm always good for a good time you know I, I'm, I'm excited because we're new um, empty nesters. My son oh, yeah, recently yeah. moved out, so it's like, what do you do with yourself now? That that's not it. living for your kids, right, you right, right. <laughs> so it's, it's always fun that we're starting to relearn what Beautiful. we like to do in this age that we are. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. What, what, what do you find is your hope for the world in this particular moment? Mm. That's a loaded question, brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you got paths. You could take, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever one you want. Um, you know, there are, everybody would say, oh, world peace and things right. like that. Right. I, I just want people to be happy, yeah. you know, and to be able to be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times mm-hmm. we focus on the bigger picture of having peace and no war and things like that. And, you know, those are lofty goals that probably will never happen. Mm -hmm. But what can happen is being kind to another. What can happen is to be happy. You know, what can happen is to really just love one another just as you are, you know, don't try and change anybody. Just be who you are and love the person that you are. Yeah. That's why. So I think that's what I see, you know, Day to day is just loving yourself enough that you can be kind and love others the same mm-hmm. way. That's it. That's, that's, that's well said. That's really well said. Thank you. Thank you. I, I want to ask you a question. I ask this to every guest on on, on Baddest Chaplain. It's uh, I want you to imagine that you're hosting a dinner. You can invite four guests. They can be dead or living, fictional or real people. Raquel, who are you inviting? Who are you bringing to dinner? Well, I'm definitely bringing my mom back, my father back, there and go. my sister who just recently passed away. Oh, my condolences. Um, I want them all at the table together. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I want to see what they all going to say. And I don't know about the last one. I'm sure most people say, oh, I would love to bring God or Jesus. No, I talk to him every day. <laughs> so I think, I don't know. My fourth person, I'd probably just bring my husband with me to that table because he's never met my mother or my father. Come on. Okay. Okay. I would love to see what that conversation would be like, you know, like what would the interaction be, you know? So I would definitely, it would be my husband, my sister, my mother, my father. A family affair. Absolutely. 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 Because that conversation would be very interesting. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like catching up to do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Catching up and learning one another. So yeah, I'd do those four. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned like like people would bring God or Jesus. I was like, yeah, I think Jesus is like neck and neck with Dr. King in this question for people. people, (laughs) I got to keep a scoreboard. I know Dr. Dr. King is is, is in the top three. (laughs) But Jesus, Jesus is close. 
Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't even I couldn't even pontificate with Dr. King or Jesus. <laughs> you know, like in person, nah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, nah. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a good communicator, y'all. but not like that. <laughs> I need somebody I can have a one on one like easy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, mean. like, I can't be talking with a textbook or scripture. You know right, I mean? right. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to have to look it up and you know be embarrassed because I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's, fair, that's, fair. that's fair. That's really fair. Yeah. So how can yeah. we support Lupus in Color? How can we learn more about what you're doing and, and act like? What are the things? I know you talked about it um, earlier, and, and as we're recording this, uh, October is getting ready to wrap up, where, where you had mm-hmm. the. Um, walktober event but any other mm-hmm. events or, or, or initiatives or just general ways we can support lupus and color i mean yeah you can just you know join us on our website at lupusandcolor.com mm-hmm. um you can always contact me you know raquel h dozier at lupus and color um our events are listed on our website okay and on all social media um outlets and it's all at lupus and color great so um this month we're we're wrapping up Walktober, like yeah. we talked about, you know that integrated uh, walk event. We're going to be doing walk events in the park in November, as well as gratitude journaling oh, and our God. local yeah and our local support group. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we have a couple of events coming up. You know, it's gonna we're gonna have a mocha and mingle. Okay. Um, in November, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to also do the gratitude journaling. That's going to be a 30-day activity. And then, you know, the other little things that we do online is a lot of encouragement, education, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, we're always open to, to having your donations because it does cost money to run. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, and do all these events and things yeah. like that and to keep the internet on and, and things like that. But... Basically, in November and December, we do gratitude journaling, um, the, the the actual uh, support group, and, you know, the walk events in the park, since it's going to start getting cold, so. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, yeah, you can find us on the internet, lupusandcolor.com, and lupusandcolor on all the social media outlets, including LinkedIn. My son just taught me how to do that, so that's a whole and new... LinkedIn, you know... <laughs> It's growing. It's, it's it's not the sexiest of social media sites, right? Like it feels yeah, very work. It. Yeah, but, but it, it, it listen the response. Like the computers are putin on LinkedIn. I'll just say that they working. They working. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, I, I'm new to LinkedIn, but you can sure enough check us out over there too. That's it. I'm trying. That's it. Y'all hear it? it Y'all hear it? You Lupus know, and Color so. on, on LinkedIn and all the different social and lupusandcolor.com. Like it's really important work you're doing i'm thankful and grateful oh, thank for you so much and, and for your time for sure Absolutely. i appreciate it i appreciate it thanks so much for having me today oh no worries of course of course and and thank you all so much for listening um and, and watching on youtube on spotify uh, listening on apple Podcasts, and everywhere you get podcasts please make sure if you haven't already subscribe to us on baddestchaplain.substack.com um you know, we've been sharing a lot of the podcast, but also a lot uh, of the writing and just really good work is happening over there. So if you haven't checked us out over there, please uh, make sure you do. And thank you so much for, for, for being with us today. And until next time, be safe, y'all. Take care. Peace. Peace.